What's going on, everybody? Uh, it's your boy, the last sane human alive. Right into this UFC shit. So we got a um, fight night coming up this weekend. You got your boy Anthony Smith going up against Alexander. Don't want to fuck up his last name, but um, this Alexander guy, even he's a good fighter, man. I've seen a lot of his fights. He's definitely a good fighter. It's definitely going to be a test for Anthony Smith. I think Anthony Smith is going to win this fight. This is also definitely a step up in competition for this guy. So if he does win this fight, you know, we're definitely going to see him in the future title fight, man. Because, um, or even if he loses this fight, I see him getting a title shot in the future. Especially with John Jones going from the light heavyweight division, I see the title changing hands a lot. I don't see anybody in the light heavyweight division that's going to, that's going to be a dominant champ or anything like that. And, um, hell, I see Anthony Smith being a champ without John Jones there no more, you know. <laughs> but I got Anthony Smith winning that fight. Um, I got Anthony Anthony Smith winning that fight. Mm, we'll say, if not first, second round TKO. I think they're both going to come after it. And Anthony Smith can take a punch, y'all. I mean, you saw the fight with Glover Texero, man. Anthony Smith took some damage that fight. You know, he took some damage. He went back to his corner and said his teeth was falling out and everything. And he went right back out there. You know, like, he, he there's no quitting Anthony Smith, man. So, I think this guy's going to have a, a tough time putting him away, you know. And I think while he's trying to put Anthony away, I think Anthony's going to land some good shit. End up putting him down. I definitely see Anthony winning this fight hands down. Fucking uh, co-main event, Robbie Lawler and Neil Magny. Neil Magny, probably by submission. I call Neil Magny submission, if not the first, second round. Because both fights, and the main event's a three-round fight too, you know? So it kind of sucks a little bit, but I call both fights finishes Neil Magny in the first. I don't see that fight going past the second with Neil Magny. Neil Magny is a great grappler. He His striking has gotten a lot better since the Ultimate Fighter. A lot better, you know. And he's also still a great grappler. Uh, he's also big for the division. He's 6'3", you know. So he's pretty big for the division. So I see Neil Magny doing, doing pretty good in this fight. Robbie Lawler has shown good takedown defense. Don't get me wrong. Robbie Lawler is a great fighter. But I don't know. I feel like Robbie Lawler is heading towards the end of his career, you know. He's been doing this shit a long time, y'all. A long time. If you're a real fan, you know Robbie been out here a long time, and he's been in some wars, you know. I see Robbie hanging it up soon. I don't see him ever being a champ again at 170. I see him being a big name to put, you know, some new uppercomers against to test him out, you know, for a while. Like, you know, like a gatekeeper type of guy, you know. I don't see Robbie doing making no real noise. Uh, another fight I'm kind of excited to see on this main card is Ricardo Lamas and Bill Algeo. I think that's how you say his last name. But I'm excited to see that fight because I like Ricardo Lamas a lot. So I got him winning that fight, of course, decision or whatever. But I like Ricardo Lamas a lot. And I think he's definitely going to um, grab there and put on the show for it. This is a really good card, man. You'll see been putting on a lot of really good fight nights for us, you know what I mean, since this pandemic. Better than they usually are, you know. I gotta say, better than they usually are, because I remember one fight night. It was uh, who was headlining that event? Jakira Souza and 
I want to say it was Jakir Sousa and Jan Bakowitz. Oh, man, I fucking fell asleep during that fight in, like, real life, you know? <laughs> like, I was watching the fight in real life fell asleep. <laughs> I said, fuck, this is the definition of a snooze fest. The whole event was like that, though. It was a really bad event altogether, you know? I didn't really, didn't really like that event too much, if we're being honest about it, you know? And, and, and it's crazy because you get... Sometimes you just get shit like that with the UFC, man. Like, even with the Darren Till and the Robert Whitaker fight, they want you to believe that this fight was so technical. This was like a chess match. No, they have to say that, you know what I'm saying? Because they want to push both these fighters, you know? And Dana White is... um, It's crazy because, depending on who it is that has a boring fight, determines what Dana White says after the fight. This fight with Robert Whitaker and uh, Darren Till it wasn't a horrible fight, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't the fight I was expecting, you know. It was barely better than the Yoel Romero and Israel Adesanya fight. Barely better than that fight. Because those two, and people try to blame it all on Yoel, you know, you know, listening to Izzy saying that you're you're casual if you think that you know it was his fault or whatever, all that. that that that's what Izzy does. It's like the simplest shit ever. He just says if you don't agree with me, you're a casual, and then people don't want to be casuals, so they agree with him. No, Izzy, his whole thing was I'm the champ. If you want the belt, come and get it. No fool, if you're the champ, go out there and show us why you're the champ. <laughs> you know, you got paid to fight. You didn't get paid to fight if he fought you. You know, and the, and if you saw that fight, Izzy came in that second round and got hit, and didn't go in no more. Stayed on the outside and just leg kicked him. And if you ever seen your El Romero fight, this is usually how he fights. You know, he he waits and then he explodes. You know, he, so this is expected of him. And I'm sorry, Izzy hasn't had a whole bunch of just great fights. Yoel has, you know, so I don't know, but I think Izzy's still good. Don't get me wrong, but. Paulo's going to beat him, so that doesn't even matter. <laughs> Paulo's going to beat him. And then, but upcoming events we got going on, I can't wait to see the Covington and Tyron Woodley fight September 19th at the UFC Apex. I can't wait to see that fight. Kobe Covington is going to beat the shit out of Tyron Woodley. You know, I'm about tired of hearing Tyron Woodley talk, bro. Like, serious, Tyrone, Tyron, whatever. I'm tired of hearing this nigga talk, bro. I'm tired of hearing this nigga talk. He's so stupid. He talking about he don't even call them losses. He call them lessons. No fool. Them is losses. You got your ass beat. You didn't even fight back both fights. Both fights, you went out there and you froze up. And, we, and we're wondering what the hell is going on with you, bro. Because not too long ago, you was calling out George St. Pierre and some more shit. You know? So, I don't see him beating Kobe Covington, man. I don't even see that shit happening. That shit's retarded. You even think he's going to beat Kobe. I'm like, I just don't see that shit happening. But, oh, on the Israel and um, Paulo Costa card, we got the light heavyweight title going on for uh, Dominic Reyes and Jan Blakowicz. I got Jan Blakowicz winning that fight, hands down. I got Jan Blakowicz putting them hands on him. And then fucking Diego Sanchez. Okay, now check. You all should definitely subscribe to MMA World and uh, Full Mount MMA on YouTube. If you're not su- subscribed to them already, definitely subscribe to them because they keep you up to date with all your MMA news, you know. 
get you if you don't have ESPN Plus, get ESPN Plus. That way you can watch all your UFC fight playbacks and stuff. You know, uh, you can still order the event. I order the events too, but you don't have to order the events if you got ESPN Plus. They'll be on there at some point in time. But I order the event, so there's that. But um, definitely you should you should subscribe to MMA World, and if you do, then you've seen. Uh, Diego Sanchez talking You know on there And I'm sorry man His last fight Was horrible And I'm sorry He copped out bro He was just fine He even asked the ref So if I don't continue I win You know what I'm saying And that's exactly what he did he took, took the easy win Because he was getting his ass beat It wasn't even a competition You know what I'm saying Like I felt really bad for him it wasn't even a competition. I don't think he should be fighting anymore either. He's one of those guys who's just been around a long time. And with these guys who've been around a long time, the game has changed so much. It is now legit full-blown MMA. These guys are coming in here, and they're they're having everything. They have striking. They have grappling. They have takedown defense. The good off their back. You know, when they do get taken down, they, they, they know how to get back up now. If you're an avid fan, they've been a fan for a long time, you remember back in the days when the guys were ground and pounding, they would drag you to the cage, you know, the ground and pound you. They don't do that shit no more because the people just use the cage to get up now. But back in the day, they didn't do that, you know. So the game has changed so much since Diego Sanchez was, you know, first got into it. You know, I don't think he's able to compete at this high level, you know, anymore. You know, and I think he just needs to hang that shit up. I'm sorry. I like Diego a lot, but I think he needs to hang that shit up, you know. Um, Another fight I'm looking forward to see on that card is the Kai Kara France versus Brendan Royval. Um, may have fucked up Brendan's last name too, but Kai Kara France, I like him a lot too. You know, he's 21 and 8, but I think he's a good fighter, man. I think he's a good fighter, and I think he's going to make some noise in the flyweight division. The flyweight division, I'm going to be honest, is kind of boring. You know, they had some good flyweights on the contender series. That got in and maybe they'll spice it up, but the flyweight division is kind of boring. This is why they got Cody Garbrandt fighting for the title because he's a big name and he's a bigger name than anybody else in the flyweight division. You know, the flyweight division isn't so exciting, man. I kind of wish Dana did go ahead and do away with it and make those guys fight at 135. You know, because the flyweight division is boring, man. I'm sorry, it really is. And then, oh. Somebody getting a title shot that I have been waiting to get a title shot since she got in the UFC. Yes, you know who I'm talking about. Megan Anderson. Man, I I really like Megan Anderson. I think she's a great fighter. I, I watched her before she got to the UFC. And I always was saying she would be awesome in the UFC, you know. When she came over, she was supposed to get a title shot, but she didn't or whatever. And then, um, you know, she's had some losses in the UFC, but this is better talent that she's going up against before I think she's ready now I think she's going to give Amanda Nunes a good fight I think she's going to give Amanda Nunes a good fight now I would never bet against Amanda Nunes okay I'm betting for Amanda to win that fight hands down but I think this is going to be an awesome ass fight I really can't wait to see that fight I think it's going to be such a good fucking fight you know so I really can't wait to see that fight and uh, I think Megan has a chance I think Megan has a chance. I think this is probably the most legit threat that uh, Amanda Nunes has had to face in a while, you know, because I'm sorry, Felicia Spencer is a trooper, man. She is, she's a savage. 
but she was not even in the same league as Amanda Nunez. That was bad to watch. She got the shit beat out of her. That was bad to watch, man. Just just look at the numbers. It's horrible, you know. So this is gonna be a good test for well, not even the test. This is gonna be well, it'll be a good test for Megan, but you know just to see where she's at. But I don't know, man. If Megan beats Amanda, bruh, that'll be some crazy shit. And Megan's a big bitch, man. That is a big ass woman, man. She's and she's good. She has some hands. Her striking is good. Her grappling has gotten better since she's been in the UFC. You know, and then I can only, and then you know, uh, with the last fight, um, Amanda Nunes had with uh, damn, what's that lady's name? They call her the Iron Lady. You know what I'm saying? Jermaine something, Jermaine the whatever, the Iron Lady. You know what I'm talking about. That was a legit threat on her feet, too. But she just kept accepting all the takedowns from Amanda Nunes, you know. And she just kept getting taken down, kept getting taken down over and over. If Meekin can stop some of these takedowns, Amanda could be in trouble on her feet. Because, yes, Amanda has power, you know. And, yes, she beat Chris Cyber. Chris Cyber is a brawler. She gets in there and just brawls it out, you know. Meekin is not a brawler. She's going to get in there and strike. And if she can stop the takedowns, Amanda may be in for a long night, but... I wouldn't bet against Amanda if I was you. You know, I wouldn't bet against Amanda if I was you. I'm definitely picking Amanda to win that fight, you know. Um, did did you see the uh, Pedro Munez and Frankie Edgar fight? Pedro is really pissed off he lost this fight. He thinks he won this fight. And I'm sorry, I'm inclined to agree, you know. Now, I don't think he got robbed. I think the fight could have went either way, you know. But... I think Pedro won that fight on my scorecard and my neighbor watches the fight with me on his scorecard. We both had Pedro winning, you know, and then when it said Frankie won, we was like, damn, that's crazy. You know, I don't think he won that, but it was close enough to where you could have said, yeah, he won that. You know what I mean? But Pedro is mad about that. And I don't think he's going to get a rematch or whatever. And this definitely stops his climb to the belt because beating Frankie Edgar would have put him, you know, next in line after Algerman Sterling, you know. Probably one more win than he could have got the title fight next, you know. So I can understand his uh, his frustration behind that, you know what I mean? Because it, it takes a lot to get get that high up in the UFC and just to get it taken away from you at a fight that you think you won. Now, like I say... I don't think he won that fight. I'm sorry. I think he did his thing, but I don't think he won that fight, you know. And um, another fight that was good on that card, too, who I was, uh, I like him a lot, but he's going to do something good in the welterweight division. It's Daniel Rodriguez and Dwight Grant. Daniel Rodriguez knocked him out in the first round. Daniel Rodriguez is going to be a problem in the, in, the, in the welterweight division, man. He got some power. He got power. He got hands. He's going to be a problem in the welterweight division. I definitely see him being a problem, you know. So that's one to look. Uh, that's one to look out for. As long as they keep pushing him, you know. And see, and that's the thing about the UFC. Your talent level doesn't really matter. It's your popularity level that gets you to the title. You know what I'm saying? It's how popular you can be. It's, it's, it's if they can market you. Because to the casuals, Jorge Masvidal is a beast. To the people who've seen Jorge Masvidal fight before he came back and they start doing this whole street Jesus and, you know, they start pushing his whole Kimbo Slice days because he had a story, you know? So because he had a story, he was very marketable. They brought him back and started marketing him. And now... That wouldn't have worked if he had lost fights. 
but let's be real, they gave him favorable matchups. They gave him a dehydrated, can barely stand up at the weigh-ins, Darren Till. Darren Till literally moved up weight classes to fight after that because he couldn't keep making that weight. He was killing himself. Okay, we all know that, you know. And I'm sorry, Darren Till hasn't looked great against the top talent either. You know what I mean? That's just how I feel. He hasn't looked great against the top talent either. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't know about uh, about that about that win, but you got to give him that win. And then he beats Ben Askren. Flying knee lands. Now, what I would like to know is what happens if that flying knee does not land? You know, because we've seen when he fought Usman, he has absolutely no grappling. So what happens if that flying, flying knee does not land? You know, but it landed okay, whatever. And let's be real, Ben Askren is not so impressive. His run in the UFC was not impressive. He's arguably 0 3 in the UFC and he retired. So you beat a dehydrated Darren Till, you beat uh, old Ben Askren, you know what I'm saying, past his prime. He's just a name and he was only ranked in the UFC, not because of his body of work, because of his name. And then you beat Nate Diaz. Somebody who loses all the time and is not ranked in the welterweight division and fights his majority of his fights at lightweight. And he loses all the time. I like Nate Diaz. We all know Nate Diaz is a cool guy. But reality is he's a journeyman fighter. He would never be a champ, hence the BMF belt that he created and didn't even fucking win that shit. <laughs> you know? You know what I'm saying? So the three people Masvidal beat weren't even ranked. Ben Askren retired the next fight after that. Uh, Darren Till went up weight classes the next fight after that. And Nate Diaz is not even ranked in the welterweight division. If you, if you look at the welterweight rankings after uh, Ben Askren retired, nobody he beat is in the top 10. And when he did fight the top 10 fighters like, like uh, 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 Steven Wonderboy Thompson, Damian Maya, he lost. He lost the top fighters at Welter in 155. But they give him favorable matchups. He wins those, and then they push his brand to the top because he was marketable. The problem is they created a monster because then he won an absurd amount of money as if he's this top brand fighter. You know, so this is what the UFC does. They market him, they push him. This is why Paulo and Israel didn't fight earlier in their career because they were setting up the super fight these are these are two undefeated fighters fighting for a belt only the second time in history in the usc that this has happened they set this up to happen like this you know marketing you know usc is wonderful that's the best thing they're at uh i mean the best thing they do is marketing you know they market the shit out of these fighters and they portray these fighters better than what they are sometimes sometimes these fighters are truly incredible fighters jorge masvidal is not a truly an incredible fighter is he a good fighter yeah, they're all good fighters, you know, but he hasn't beaten anybody in the... He won't even fight Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards is on the A-fight win streak. He can't get a title shot because he's not popular enough. And he's beating everybody. Whooping ass, you know what I'm saying? He can't get a title shot. Jorge Masvidal beat three people who aren't even ranked in the welterweight division and gets a title shot. You see how crazy that sounds? He beats three people that aren't even ranked and gets a title shot. And then Leon Edwards has been beat has been beating ranked talent for like years and no title shot. You know what I'm saying? Because he's not popular enough. You know, he's not popular enough. You know, so 
I don't know. Jorge Masvidal just not not just not to get a fighter to me, and that's just and that's just just an example of how the UFC markets their fighters to you. You know, if you subscribe to MMA World and you go through that com- through that comment section, Jesus Christ, man, the world's like some of the world's biggest idiots. Like so. It, MMA world is always showing John Jones doing charity, okay? Now, John Jones is a good guy, people. <clears throat> this whole thing about John Jones and he, he, he snorts coke. Yeah, and who fucking doesn't? Are you kidding me? All of your celebrities snort coke. All of your, they all do some kind of drug. Trust me. If you think otherwise, you're just an idiot. All of your celebrities do some kind of drug, bro. You know, they all do. They snort coke, they do heroin, they do oxy, they pop pill, all kinds of smoke weed. Everybody has their drug of choice, okay? Especially when you have enough money to afford it and you're partying and stuff. So fucking what John Jones does coke? So fucking what when he was young, he was coked up and hit a pregnant lady? Is that shit fucked up? Hell yeah, that's fucked up. But are we going to be talking about that 10 years from now? You know, because people in the conversation still bring that shit up. I, I called up and hit a pregnant lady. So fucking, how long are we going to hold that over his head? <laughs> you know, especially, you know, it's as if you're <clears throat> you're choosing to ignore all the good things he does and only judge him by the bad things he's or, or the mistakes that he's made. You know, and judging by his mistakes, but not by the good things that he does, and completely ignore that. John Jones does a lot of charity, bro. He does a lot of charity for somebody who doesn't have to. You know what I'm saying? He does a lot of charity, you know. So I think John Jones is a good guy. I like John Jones, you know, but people in the comment section, bro, they blast John Jones. You know what I mean? They blast John Jones. You can see in the comment section, People like Israel got got people, you know, convinced of shit that's not true. You know, when you listen to, you know, your area, Halawanis, you know, they have to big up these fighters. This is what they get paid to do. Big up. Even when you watch the events and like shit is going on. And I like jujitsu a lot, but I know when guys are just resting. And sometimes the commentators would be like, oh, people at home don't understand right now. It's a battle for position. I'm thinking in my head, I like jujitsu. I do jujitsu. Don't get me wrong. I'm not great at it, but I love doing jujitsu. You know what I'm saying? It's great for working out and shit like that. You know, it's good. I like doing jujitsu. I roll around with my oldest, you know, because now he's finally big enough for me to roll around with him at the house. So I love jujitsu. What they're doing right now is not battling for position. They're resting. But you had to make it seem as if, you know, to the casual fans, oh, this is this is a a, 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 a battle right here. This is a chess match and blah, 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 blah. And that, that, that's kind of pissing me off about the UFC, you know. The last podcast I was talking about, they should do a UFC champs versus Bellator or 1FC champs. And then guess what happened? Fucking Pitbull, the featherweight champ, and the lightweight champ at Bellator puts out a million-dollar bet to Dana White that he'll beat his top featherweights and, and his top lightweights. I said, fuck, you know Dana's not taking that bet. You know he's not. The most he'll do is he'll sign Pitbull to the UFC, and then he'll let him have those fights. But he won't let a Bellator champion come over to UFC and be the UFC champion to go back to Bellator. He won't let that happen. You know what I'm saying? He won't let that happen. I'm sorry, he won't. He would not let that happen. Dana White's not no dummy. 
And I don't think Pitbull will be Habib at all. <laughs> I think he's, um, you know, I don't think he'll be Habib. I think he'll be Alexander Volnovsky. I think he'll beat him. Because I think Max beat him the second time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think he did. I think the first time Alexander played a smart game, he led Kit and he stayed on the outside. And when Max came in, he would just swing crazy and get out the way. You know, he didn't, you know, he has good stamina like Max. So he he, he was able to, you know, uh, just stay on the outside and leg kick him to death. And then the second fight, he tried doing pretty much the same thing. Staying on the outside, not really engaging, not really shooting for takedowns or nothing. I feel like he lost that fight. I feel like Pitbull to come over there and beat the brakes off of Alexander because this guy comes forward and he swings, you know, and he has good takedown defense. So Alexander's not going to be able just to double leg him or single leg him to death. He's going to make Alexander fight. You know, and I don't think Alexander has a good chin. I think he's just good at not getting hit. You know, I don't think he has this great chin that, you know, we we haven't seen his chin. You know what I'm saying? We haven't seen his chin put to the test, you know. So I don't think he would have a, a, a great chin like that, you know. So I see Alexander definitely, definitely losing that fight. But... You know Dan's not going to do that shit. You know he's not going to. A million dollar bet, you know he ain't going to do that shit. He ain't got that much faith. Now, he may have that much faith in Habib. If I was Dana, I'd take that million dollar bet with Habib. Habib fucking 28 and 0. He's a goddamn savage. I'd take that bet with Habib, you know. People say Habib is, oh, oh, like Conor make it seem like he just wants to wants to smell your jock strap. No, Habib is a is a grappler. He is a true grappler. I love watching him grapple. It is it's beautiful to watch the to watch him at work. The way he holds you down, the way he gets your legs together, the way he does it to everybody. Even though you know he's going to do this to you, you cannot stop it. That shit is impressive. He has no new game plan, nothing like that. Even though you know what he's going to do, you still aren't able to stop it. The Habib is a fucking animal. I think Habib would give Pitbull some problems, you know. And and I think Habib has a chin. <laughs> I think he does. So, I think Habib would give it. What's going on with your brother? So, you know, I think... It'll definitely give him some problem. But you know Dana's not doing that, man. That's too risky. Pitbull is better off trying to get signed with the UFC adverse to trying to just fight them from Bellator. It'd be a super event, though. They'd make a lot of money. So people would definitely tune in to see that shit. Make, I think that event, if they had, like, two titles, you know, uh, two two champions fighting on a main car as the main event, the co-main, they might have to do three. They've done three before. Have three of them fighting on the main car? Man, that shit would sell more than they've ever done. Especially they they use some freaking Bellator. The Bellator fighters are more popular than the 1FC fighters. But the 1FC fighters are better, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So... I should say that Bellator fighters are more popular in the States, you know. But I think they'll make a killing doing that shit, man. What? But they, but they ain't going to do that, y'all. He ain't going to do that, y'all. He not going to do that. So, so just to reiterate, Mark Washington, 1986, at Gmail. 
this podcast, hopefully I don't have to do too many more episodes by myself. Hopefully some of you out there listening decide, hey, let's all hop on and talk about it. Cause that, cause that's what I really want to do. I really want to have people hop out the comment section. And because when you're in the comment section talking to each other, yeah, we do it all the time. But you got to reply, reply. Let's just have a conversation real quick. Let's all hop on a podcast together and let's make a podcast for the fans. For the fans, you know what I'm saying, by the fans, you know. You know, this podcast is for the fans, created by the fans. And it's for us to come together and have our own podcast to where, to where we can talk about MMA and we can hear, you know, some of the people's opinions who weren't paid to promote these fighters. You know, we can hear some of the opinions of the people who weren't paid to promote these fighters. You know, so we can talk about anything. USADA. I think USADA is crazy how they changed the game. They have completely changed the game. Look at some of your top fighters before USADA and look how they fight after USADA. They have changed the game. We could talk about anything MMA, man. Any any MMA league, even if you think I don't watch that league, I probably do. I probably do. I watch all kinds of forms of MMA. I got Fight Pass. I got ESPN Plus. I subscribe to all different channels on YouTube. I love MMA. So there's probably not a fight organization you can bring up that I don't know about or I don't watch. Cause I don't watch TV. I watch a little TV every now and again. You know, most of that shit is all the same. So I don't really watch a lot of TV. But what my TV is on is usually on some kind of mixed martial arts. Some kind of mixed martial because there's so much of it out there. You know, I feel like I feel like I can never watch enough. You know, <laughs> I feel like I can never watch enough. I even go on my ESPN Plus and watch back old fights. You know what I'm saying? That I've seen more than once. You know, I watch them again. Like, damn, that was a good fight. Like the yo, like the Yoana uh, and uh, Chang Wei Lee fight. Bruh, I've seen that fight like seven times. Those those two women slowed it out. That shit was crazy. But you know, I'm a I'm a huge fan of the sport. So there's probably and then also I watch kickboxing. I watch I watch all that shit. The only thing I do not watch is boxing, unless it's like the bare knuckle box. I do watch the bare knuckle box, but I don't watch boxing. But outside of that, man, we could talk about anything, man. So you guys should hit me up, Mark Washington, 1986 at Gmail. Hit me up, man. Let's talk about it. Let's all hop on together. And let's hear some of the opinions of the fans, you know, because this is a podcast for the fans created by the fans. So hit me up, people. Let's talk about it.